0: You're listening to The Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 93, 40 self-care strategies to boost your mental health during the pandemic. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Berra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at actoraesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Stuck at home in quarantine, you're not alone, but you can get ahead of the game by grabbing a copy of my ebook, Marketing 101 for Actors, an actor's guide to successful branding. I'm taking you step-by-step through the most important marketing strategies and branding techniques you need in order to succeed as an actor in 2020. I'm talking headshots, resumes, postcards, audition material, websites, and of course, social media. Simply go to actoraesthetic.com forward slash marketing to grab your copy today. Well, hey friends, it is day what feels like 1,000 of quarantine. And I've been thinking a lot about this lately, about self-care specifically for actors during this time. If you're listening during the coronavirus pandemic, please know that you are not alone. With so much uncertainty these days, it's almost impossible not to feel anxious. Now, I'll be honest with y'all, this week has been a tough one, to say the least. I found myself working absolutely nonstop. And because most of my business through Actor Aesthetic relies so heavily on social media and marketing through platforms like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, hours went by before I realized how much time I've been mindlessly scrolling. I don't claim to be a psychologist. I don't claim to have all of the answers, but I do know what works for me. And I also held a poll on my Instagram a few days ago asking you your top self-care tips. I hold polls on Instagram like this all the time, and it really informs my podcast episodes. So if you would like to be a part of this, go ahead and follow me at Actor Aesthetic. Self-care comes in a variety of forms. It does not require some sort of elaborate plan. Self-care can be as simple as taking a deep breath when you notice you're becoming stressed. Practicing self-care means that you are simply being mindful of your own needs so you're better able to support the people you care about, do better work, and live a happier life. Self-care is a pretty broad term that encompasses just about anything you do to be good to yourself. In a nutshell, it's about being as kind to yourself as you would be to others. It's partly about knowing when your resources are running low and stepping back to replenish them rather than letting them all drain away. Now there are five different types of self-care. The first is sensory. Sensory self-care is all about helping to calm your mind. When you're able to tune into the details of the sensations all around you, it's way easier to live in the present moment. And when you're in the present, you can effectively let go of resentments related to the past or anxieties about the future. Here are a few examples of sensory self-care. One, cuddling up under a soft blanket. Two, going to the countryside or into nature and focusing on the smell of the air. Three, watching the flames of a candle or a fire. This is one of my favorites because I love candles. Four, feeling the water on your skin during a hot bath or shower. Five, focusing on the movements of your own breathing. Six, lying down and listening to music with your eyes closed. Seven, sitting in the heat of the afternoon sun. Another personal favorite of mine, especially in the summer. Eight, having a small square of the most delicious chocolate. Nine walking barefoot in the grass. And lastly, 10, holding a pet in your arms. Sensory self-care is really important because we often forget that the senses need their time to replenish. And what happens is we hear these things, we know we're supposed to do X, Y, and Z as a way to take care of ourselves emotionally, physically, mentally, but we're not fully living in the present and fully investing ourselves in what we're doing so when you think about practicing sensory self-care consider all of your senses touch smell taste sound and sight the second kind of self-care is emotional and when it comes to your emotional health One of the best self-care tips is to make sure you fully engage with your emotions. When you face them head-on, this actually helps with stress. For most of us, the coronavirus pandemic is really taking a toll on our emotional health. You may feel tempted to push down feelings like sadness or anger, but it's healthy to feel them, accept them, and eventually move on. Remember that emotions are not good or bad in themselves. You are not blameworthy for the emotions you feel, only how you behave in response to them. So here are a couple of ideas for emotional self-care. One, keep a daily journal and be totally honest about your feelings. Lots of you suggested this one in the Instagram comments, and I am not surprised. Journaling feels so good to just let everything out. Two, see a therapist. And reminder, there's absolutely nothing wrong or weak about this. In fact, this is one of the strongest things you can do to better your emotional well-being. Three. Make time to be with a friend or family member who truly understands you. And there's a way to go about this, even in the pandemic. To be absolutely safe, the best way you can do this is by having a virtual meetup on Zoom or FaceTime. Or if you live nearby, you can perhaps meet at a park or somewhere outside that allows you both to socially distance. Four. This is one that I always forget. Let yourself cry when you need to. I'll leave that one at that. Number five, deliberately encourage yourself to laugh with old memories or funny videos. All right, here's the deal. If you are still listening, I want you right now to pause this episode and scroll back through your camera roll on your phone. When you come across a photo or a video that makes you smile, physically smile, or even better, laugh, I want you to share that on your Instagram story and tag me. You don't even need to really give an explanation. You can if you want, if you think your followers are gonna think you're crazy, but just post that on Instagram and tag me because not only is it important for you to do this as a way of emotional self-care but sometimes it's even more fun to share it with others so go and do that go and do that right now six one of my favorites sing along to the song that best expresses your current emotions listen you can make yourself a playlist but there are so many playlists on apple music and spotify that are designed by mood so if you're feeling extremely happy and excited and fun search happy excited fun whatever playlist on apple music or spotify and you're going to find a list of songs that are pretty much encompassing of your emotional well-being if you're feeling sad moody upset angry those playlists exist too put them on lay in your bed and just feel seven Try a social media cleanse. Now, frankly, I have not done this, but I have heard many people rave about doing this because it resets your boundaries on social media. Like any quote unquote cleanse, the first few days or even just hours are the most challenging. So take baby steps. Maybe this means just putting down your phone for an hour or two. Because during the pandemic, I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to be on your phone scrolling all day, every day. Listen, it's valid. We're in a global crisis. I understand. But maybe start with baby steps and just set it down. Maybe even put your phone away and in another room for just an hour or two. You'd be surprised at how much social media really does affect our mental health when you let it. So, try this. The third kind of self-care is spiritual. If you're not religious, you might be tempted to skip this altogether. However, spiritual self-care isn't just about believing in a god. It's applicable to just about everyone. Spiritual self-care is about getting in touch with your values in what really matters to you. So here are some spiritual self-care ideas for you to get started. Number one, keep up a daily meditation or mindfulness practice. You may have heard me rant and rave about this app on my podcast before. No, I am not sponsored by them. I simply love it and have been using this app for years and it's called the Insight Timer. Long story short, it is in fact a meditation app. They have so many different guided meditations on there, but there are plenty of apps out there to help you with this as well. And you can also search up just simple meditations on YouTube. The internet is your friend here. So if you are, go and search up some guided meditations, even if it's just for five minutes of your day, you can do five minutes. Two, attend a religious service. Now hear me out here. This one is fascinating because even if you are not religious, attending a religious service, no matter what kind, can really open up your mind to new ideas or perhaps even bring you closer to yourself and a higher being. Of course, during the coronavirus pandemic, it's best to attend these virtually, but The pro of this period of time is that there are more services online than ever before, so check them out. Number three, read poetry. This is super simple, but you'd be surprised at how spiritual this can become for you. Number four, and this also goes hand in hand with sensory self-care, walk in nature and reflect on the beauty around you. Number five, I love this, make a daily list of five to ten things that make you feel grateful. Number six, something we all can do as actors, be creative, whether through art, music, writing, or something else entirely. Even if you don't consider yourself An artist, go and pick up a pen and paper and just start drawing from your imagination. There is something special about creating something completely from scratch and completely from your own mind. So if you're feeling even the slightest bit creative, try it. Seven. Another make a list. Make a list of five to ten things that make you feel alive and then ask yourself how you can better incorporate these things into your life. So here's another action I want you to do right now. Of course, if you're driving, wait to do this once you get to your destination, but if you're sitting and you're just listening to this episode right now, I want you to take out the notes section on your phone and quickly list Just five things, just five things that make you feel alive, make you feel happy, make you feel present. Make that list for yourself right now. This could be exercising, dancing, watching the sunrise, watching a really scary movie running around in the rain. I don't know. (laughs) Blasting your favorite song. Doing something outside your comfort zone completely. Screaming. Meditating. Doing something super spontaneous. Getting to know a stranger. Getting really mad about something. Trying something for the very first time. Going somewhere you've always wanted to go. Doing something you thought you could never do. Those are just a few examples, and you can go into specific about them. But once you get at least five things that make you feel alive, I want you to ask yourself how you can better incorporate these into your life every single day. Number eight. Say affirmations that ground your sense of self and purpose. I once met someone at an audition, and in their actual audition book, they had an index card full of affirmations. And before that audition, instead of going over her music or her monologue or the sides that she had to do in the audition room, she would silently read to herself the affirmations on that index card. How brilliant is that? For her, it put her Totally in the zone for the audition, but it also connected her to herself and to her surroundings, forcing her to become completely present. So if this is something that could help you, just grab an index card or something and write down some of your favorite affirmations. If you can't figure this out, just go and look up affirmations on Google. It's very simple. You'll find some that really stick out to you. And when you've decided on a few, write them out. And it's fun to write them out as opposed to just typing them on your phone because they're there. They're there in real life, right in front of your eyes, and you can just hang them up on your wall wherever you want. You can even bring them with you in your wallet, but they can remind you of who you are, why you're here, and what you want to accomplish in life. Moving on to the fourth type of self-care, and this is physical. The importance of self-care definitely extends to purely physical aspects of your life. Physical activity is vital not only for your body's well-being, but also for helping you let off some steam. I have come to realize over this time in quarantine how important walking is for me. One of the ways I usually exercise is through dance class, but there is something about just walking through nature And for me, this is something as simple as walking around my neighborhood a few times. It really does something for your physical well-being and your mental well-being. So here are a few ways that you can get proactive with your physical self-care. One, dance to your favorite songs. And this is as simple as turning on your favorite song and just dancing in your bedroom. You're welcome. Two. Yoga. Even if you've never tried it, there are poses that are perfect for beginners. Trust me, I am one. Highly suggest it. Three, learn a new sport. If you found yourself with a lot of free time right now, why not pick up a new sport or activity? I saw someone, no joke, on TikTok that has started picking up learning how to skateboard. This girl had never picked up a skateboard before in her life, but she figured why not. And so every single day that she could, she went out to a flat surface on the street or on the sidewalk and just started skateboarding. When you pick up an activity like this, it's forcing you to think in a totally different way than you're used to, especially when it comes to hand eye coordination. And so not only is it taking you out of your comfort zone, but it's forcing you to focus all of your energy on the task at hand. Four, go bike riding if you can. Five, as I mentioned earlier, go for a walk. Six, go for a run. And remember, as we continue to talk about physical self-care, it's as much about the things you don't do as the things you do. So seven, nap when you need to. Just 20 minutes can make you feel mentally and physically refreshed. Eight, don't push yourself to do exercise routines when you're down or unwell. It's okay to rest. And nine, commit to seven to nine hours of sleep per night. The last type of self-care that we are going to talk about today is social and social self-care might look different depending on whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. But if you're listening right now during the coronavirus pandemic, hear me out. Even if you're living right now in a travel-restricted state or city, or you're still out of precaution living in quarantine, there are a few ways that you can get your social self-care on without compromising your health Number one is my all-time favorite, watching a TV show or a movie while being socially distant. What this means is that you and a friend both pull up the same movie or TV show, whatever you want to watch, and you start it at the same time. This is making you completely connected by watching the same thing. And of course, thanks to technology, you can text them while you're watching. I love doing this when I miss someone or when I want to feel connected with someone. It's an easy thing to do. Two, and this comes from one of you who commented on my Instagram poll, grab a group of ragtag friends and meet over Zoom. And this is fun, especially if you make it a weekly thing. For me, every week I host virtual playtime. I've gotten together a group of displaced actors, professional actors, college actors, high school actors. We all get together and we meet over Zoom and we read aloud a different play every single week. We do it every single Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. It has become a great routine for me and for those of us who join, but also it's just so fun to get together with these people every week. Yes, we learn and we read a new play and it's very educational, but it's also fun to just connect with each other during this crazy time. If you're listening and you're interested in joining us, all are welcome. Just go to actoresthetic.com play to leave your email and sign up. Another feel-good way of connecting socially is by reaching out to someone you haven't spoken to in a long time. Again, technology is amazing, so this is super simple, whether it's over social media or text or email. Try it. Number four, join a support group for people who struggle with the same things you do. This is something a quick Google search can help you out with. Five, sign up for a class to learn something and meet new people at the same time. And lastly, six, stop Socializing with those who undermine or disempower you. Surround yourself with people who make you feel loved and appreciated. And with that, that is 40 different kinds of self-care strategies you can use right now to boost your mental health. If anything, I hope you took at least one idea away from this. Sending you all my love. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it tag at actor aesthetic and share it to your Instagram stories so that I can see who is following along with me there. If you haven't already please be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and also hit that subscribe button so that you can join me every single week for a brand new episode of the actor aesthetic podcast. until then this is Maggie Vera signing off. it takes a village.